build a network before you need it. I think, yeah. would you agree a lot? This is how I feel at least. A lot of the feelings I've had about say Clubhouse or the way people navigate social media and because of that desperation that I pick up on, I must sell today. I must get the macro goal accomplished today. It's because really they're they're trying to make up for lost time of the thing they knew they always needed. For example, when lockdowns started occurring, I was raised to always have a food storage. And so because I had proactively little bit here, have water on hand, have non-perishables on it, because of that, we weren't rushing like fools to grocery stores and supermarkets because we, you know, or afraid of not knowing what to expect because we were already prepared. And that's kind of the visual that, that comes to my mind when you say something like build a network before you need it. Had you built that network and you're living proof of it, when you needed it, would, would you say that that kind of eliminated fear or unnecessary stress from the mix? Yes, it it's not only eliminated it at that moment in time, but it, 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 if I can be confident enough to say that I feel like it's eliminated it for the rest of my life. And here's why I say that. Um, when I went through another big life moment change in 2014, I um, became a single parent, which is a big transition in life to being the sole provider of your child and wanting to in putting a roof and buying a home and doing all those things. Um, I was able to quickly network to a job like that, that I, that it all came from, that was 2014. So it all came from the activity in 2009, everything. And what's interesting is the people when I showed up at work, there were people that I had networked with all the way back to even 2000 and 1999. So I had either done a project early on in my career and I walked into work and there was one person that I had worked with back in 2000 and worked on a project. And I will even circle it even further back. There was a woman there that I had met when I was 17, when my dad took me to work. And she is somebody I interviewed when wow. I was 17 with these little note cards with my shaking hands as a 17 year old, like talking to the, the senior VP of environmental at a major company. It was, a you know, when I was 17 years old and I met her and I kept in touch with her over the years. And I kept as the 17 year old, I just circled back and she was one of those people in 2009 that I wrote her an email and I said, just wanted to reach out to you and let you know that you impacted me as a 17 year old to do a couple things in my career because of some of the things you said and the notes I wrote down on my note card were still in that bag. Crazy. So I know that's analog. (laughs) I even get goosebumps because before she went into and got on retirement and left that company, I took her out to lunch and I just feel like it came full circle. Like it's Mm -hmm. so cool. Like it's so cool. And she never forgot me and I never forgot her. So, you know what I love about this conversation is it's, (laughs) it's because look, I know you get asked 
these questions all the time. I know people are like, I don't think I've ever told these stories though. <laughs> yeah, no. And, and that's why I love this because I'm, I'm getting a different angle about LinkedIn where I think historically people just want to know what are the three actions I can do today? But what I love about this is now this is about the power of building a network. Can I share a quick little very recent experience with LinkedIn and why I think it's such a powerful platform yes. and speaks yes. to the whole concept of building a network. <laughs> so, um, and, and I think it ties in perfectly to everything that you've been teaching uh, on this, on this interview, which is, uh, and this was two weeks ago, about a week and a half ago at the time of recording this. So, so now you have a contextual reference when you're listening in the year 2045, um, <laughs> Two weeks ago at the time of recording this, um, we were talking through some things that we want to accomplish as a company and mm -hmm. other companies that we need to get some connections with. And, you know, who do I need to know there so that we can start building a relationship, that sort of a thing? Well, according to what you're saying here, most people, and I've observed this, they go and it's direct to the thing. Need job, post about how I need job. Uh, need to hire, post about how I need to hire. Um, um, want to grow, want to get more clients, post about how I need more clients. Well, you've taught me that in the spirit of networking, it's more about like getting to know people and, and being real human and showing that side of things. I posted recently a picture of my wife and I, which I, I haven't really ever posted on LinkedIn. And I was just saying, here's a member of my team that nobody sees who rarely gets the praise in the same way that, you know, a traditional employee would get praised, but who is very much on the team. And I posted about this. Anybody can go and see this. That morning, Judy, I had researched some of the companies that I need to get in touch with. Okay. And I'm like, mm -hmm. and I listed them out. Then I go to LinkedIn. I do my LinkedIn activity. I post this thing. Two hours later, two hours later, I get a connection request from a key decision maker in one of those companies who I've never had contact with before. You know how he found me though? Through that post. Through that post because one of my friends who has nothing to do with the automotive industry, who actually lives in France right now, one of my friends just so happens to have been a friend of his that he went to college with. And because my friend liked my post, it showed up on this man's newsfeed. And that man said, hey, I'm friends with Scott. I went to school with him. I see you know him. I saw your post, which has nothing to do about the. And now we have an open conversation and a connection in a way that I would have never like, I don't believe in coincidences. But boy, oh boy, do I believe in the power of not just like what you've been teaching, not just going right to the thing, taking the steps before the thing so that when the thing arises, you're ready and prepared for it. And it completely blew my mind. It, it that is what I, it's exactly, first of all, that is an amazing story and it is you know, we want to think some people might be like, well, that's just unique to Michael. No, it's available to every single person. I just had a client who made a comment on somebody's post and his comment got 300 plus likes and comments. Wow. 
300 mm-hmm. on a comment. And I, that's not his own post. It's, it's commenting on the power of somebody else. And it opened up doors and conversations to people that he may have had on his, I need to get a hold of these people. But without sitting around constantly focused on, I only want to talk to the CEO of this. And we forget that the CEO has how many people supporting them that they're hiring, that they're networking with, they're barbecuing with, that they're best friends from college with that are now traveling and they happen to be in France. And I have an amazing client that is in France and he runs one of the top language schools for business communication between translating between French and English. Mm-hmm. And he found me on LinkedIn. And it's not because I was posting and being the most amazing expert. I was networking in a wider community and I ended up meeting somebody and not really judging the fact that they own a winery in France or they make champagne or you know what I mean? Like, I don't know yeah. if I can, they can call it champagne everywhere. It has to be in a specific region, right. but But it's funny because I, am I trying to get hired by a winery in France? But this was like the kindest person to me. Mm -hmm. And I think we just forget that everyone knows somebody. Everybody knows somebody. We never know who was the au pair for somebody 20 years ago, who was the accountant that worked on a project and you all happened to work together at this whatever firm. And then you followed your careers going forward. Who went to college together? We an undergrad and now somebody went to go to law school and somebody else went to become a YouTube star. I don't know, like all these different paths, but we never, we cross paths with so many people on this planet that we just never know. I'm Michael Cirillo, and you've been listening to the Dealer Playbook Podcast. If you haven't yet, please click the subscribe button wherever you're listening right now. Leave a rating or review and share it with a colleague. Thanks for listening.